Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. This is your host, Deontay, with my friends Jalen and Josh. Uh, in today's episode, we got a few topics we're going to talk about today. We got the Xbox Series X again versus the PS5. We got new info, so we got to revisit it. Uh, we got that Demon Souls, that remake looking pretty spicy. And then we got that Watch Dogs Legion. And we got the AMD graphics cards. Um, and then whatever else. We feel like talking about to feel that time. Um, but before I start, just want to, um, this is probably the first podcast I'm going to push to my channel. So again, we got to have a back catalog of about seven episodes. If you want to look at that, you can always check it out on Buzzsprout or you can go to Spotify or you can go to Apple podcast or Google podcast, wherever you want to go. Really, we're everywhere. Um, but I just wanted to mention that because this will be the debut first one that I put officially on my channel. Um, but yeah, introduce yourselves guys for the people that's going to be new to the podcast. Uh, this is Josh. Um, yeah, we, we got a couple of topics to talk about more console talk. Um, cause they only like a, what a week away, week and a half. Yes. So yeah, buddy. But it's been a lot of news. I feel like since the last time we talked about it, because people actually getting them in their in their hands, able to show them off. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> no, just <laughs> now. What up, uh, Jalen? Here. Um, got a couple of topics to talk about. Josh' favorite <laughs> game, Demon Souls. Gonna put that out here. Um, and then just. Oh, we got election day coming up, don't we? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, dude. I just I just thought about it. My bad, man. Yeah, Tuesday, <laughs> baby. Tuesday, baby. So y'all see this Monday, so Tuesday. Next day, it's election day. So that's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. Um but yeah. So outside of that, really, uh how y'all been? Y'all been good? Everything good? Nothing's Nothing's terrible, but we get into these topics. Nah, like whoa, I told whoa, you before, yeah. man. With, <laughs> with that, with that, that instructor, man, I wanted all the smoke. I, I still, I want all the smoke right to this day. But other than that, everything's straight, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, everything's straight. Yeah, same here. Trying to um get work done so that I have more free time when these systems actually come out but we might touch on it today but we got extra time now since cyberpunk ain't coming no time soon <laughs> exactly man. i forgot all about that man i man. forgot about that 2077 just got delayed that was delayed like uh, anyways yeah let's start about the let's let's first go into something um that actually was a, a decent surprise i would say i was always expecting it to be okay but I actually quite like it. So, uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Um, me and Jay, me and Josh actually have this game. I don't think, yeah, Jalen had didn't did not buy this. Uh, but we've put some time in, so I kind of want to talk about my experience. Um, I have the Xbox One X version, and the Xbox One X version works fine. It's a lot of jittery, a lot of jittering and like uh, frame pacing issues. But really, outside of that. 
it runs pretty well. Um, I'm really looking to see what the Xbox Series X does for that game. That is one of those games that has a, a free upgrade, so you don't have to pay anything, and it's only $60 and not 70 So, yeah, pretty nice there for Ubisoft to keep that um, forward for their, you know, fall release games, and then moving forward, they're probably going to be 70 I believe Far Cry is 70 But, um, yeah. I really um, actually like this game. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, there's some, there's obviously issues. <laughs> I would not say that this game is not, uh, is not uh, lit- littered with issues. It's, it's just that they are so. I don't know. You have to be like, I'm not. I wouldn't say nitpicky because that can be annoying, like voice and how they kind of talk and how their voices sometimes don't match the characters. Um, but really, I think what they, what the brilliant thing was is that they allowed you to kind of create your own team and they allowed you to, um, really just make your own stories up and like make your own, they they make stories for them, but you can just like, you know, create a crew of people that you feel like they can, they have this overall goal or this overall like theme of your group, um, yeah, it's just it's just it's an interesting concept because you don't have a main character, but they always, you know, fully customized in the cutscenes. So you kind of feel like these characters are your characters because you customize them. You pick who you want to be in the main role. And when you do these missions, you're picking your chosen, you know, number one player or whatever. So it gives you this feel of variety that you normally don't get. And it kind of minimizes the choice of how this character should look because you kind of have the ability to create them in your own way by just searching. Um, and they have like weird perks and things like that. So that's why I like watchdogs It's not very different from the original watchdogs Two, um, in regards to like gameplay. Um, it's really just very similar to that, but at least this, this, this thing on top of it is really what's, you know, gravitate me more to play it often and kind of want to do a lot of things in the world because of this new system that they kind of built um what's what's some of the things that you kind of like about it josh yeah i didn't play uh watchdogs one or two but i i just picked this one up just to see because i heard good like good impressions of the um you know play as anyone system Mm -hmm. and in in some ways, it's kind of like an approach that you go to like Sims, where you have all these different characters that you want to go through and manage, but in a open world, you know, um, third person shooter. So um, instead of just always driving down the street, um, you know, running away from the police and doing missions, you have little side missions that you can just hop out and do. Like you see, like somebody getting beat up, you can go over there and help them out and maybe start a quest to get that person if you think like that if they're interesting enough mm-hmm. and that's cool because it just gives it an organic feeling of just going around helping people and so i've collected you know like 20 30 people and not really played much of the story just because i just enjoy that sort of gameplay like um tracking people's down on following their schedule figuring out the best way to like um get their mission done without necessarily messing it up or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's pretty good. Otherwise, like you said, it, it's a pretty, I think, standard open world, open world game. Like if you played a, 
you know, Grand Theft Auto game or Watch Dogs before, it's very similar in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that some people who play Watch Dogs 1 or 2 are not happy because it doesn't have, like, a main character. But for me, it hasn't mattered because, you know, sometimes in some games, like, you don't like the main character. And so for this one to not have one, you can just find, like you said, find a character that you like to play with and have them as the leader of your group, you know, right. metaphorically speaking. Because yeah. they're uh, fully voiced and, like, they have, you know, they are in the cutscenes and whatever you create and put on them, it's going to be shown. So it's just a lot of things that you can do there that, you know, make it feel like, okay, this character is still rooted in the story even though he's, like, a con, like, it's not a, it's like a, it's like a, um, it's one of those created characters, those um, simulations that come out and they just kind of run a system and then that's how you know these random characters are populated but you kind of make them and bring them to the start of the show kind of uh speak to xbox one's um oh yeah version Uh, yeah so i have a xbox one s and i'm waiting to upgrade to the series x but um i was just gonna get in on this because you know it's not too far away for the the next upgrade um but playing the actual game it it already has issues like Ubisoft have has not optimized it well, and so on the Series X it runs, you know, uh, twenty five to thirty frames. Like it has frame pacing issues. Sometimes there are some drops, um, but the main thing is is like resolution. The resolution jumps up and down a lot. If you're like inside of a building or something, it's not too bad. But especially when you're out in the open world and you're driving, like the distance is really low resolution. It doesn't have any of the, you know, nice reflections or anything that the other systems might have. Um, you know, so it's just it probably the worst experience to have with the game. Um, mm-hmm. It's not, I guess, not counting some PC configurations. Um, but yeah, it doesn't run well, which is surprising because I guess... Ubisoft has been pushing like the series, no, the One X version as like this is the definitive version, and for the One S to be so bad compared to it is is like night and day. Yeah, it really is. I was watching a Digital Foundry like video. Um, obviously, there's PC stuff that's going on too with it. That's like it's not really optimized properly. So they did the PC version and they did the Xbox One version and they were talking about the differences and they talking about how the Xbox One X versus the Xbox One, PS4, PS4 Pro. Um, but yeah, the Xbox looked at muddy. It looked at like just bad. I was like, I, I don't see how anybody could play this. And it was going and dri- dipping into 23, 24, 28, 26 frames per second often. So it was just bad pacing, bad everything, really. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah definitely not the best way to play that game um they were even saying that the ps4 pro has a better experience because it has less frame rate tearing or like pacing issues because yeah, it's, it's, had a, it's, it's at a lower yeah instead of um trying to trying push to, to 4k, 4K. Yeah. yeah right so they minimize it so it could be helps it helps it become better at you know the smoothness of it is better so hopefully the series x kind of you know takes away all of that issues um i'm still mostly i've been playing a lot of it so um i'm still gonna be playing the season pass i might you know when aiden stuff drop i'm gonna play that stuff so more than likely 
I'm still going to play the game. So I really wanted to see what that difference is. And I may be doing some comparison videos on my channel that might just show the differences between the two. I'm not that not that good at it. So it's going to probably be some side to side stuff that you're going to see off camera and not actually, you know, pulling the capture. But I mean, at least it's something to show you guys to kind of see the difference of the Xbox One X. But Digital Foundry probably do it better, honestly. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Man, what, what you think about that Watch Dogs, Jalen? <laughs> man, don't ask me yet. You, I, I, I had to say something. You said Aiden finna be in that mug. Yeah, Aiden yeah, finna yeah. be in there. He gonna he gonna be able to. He, they gonna they said they gonna rework the story so that he you he can play as him as the main character, if you want. Man, bro, what wasn't Aiden in the division? There's a bunch of him running around, wasn't it? No, 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 buddy. You saying that? You talking about assets being reused? That's different. That was that's Aiden. Aiden. What, what makes Aiden Aiden? He just didn't talk. <laughs> he did talk. Aiden talked. <laughs> I'm talking saying about? In, in the division, he ain't talked. Oh, oh. You Aiden. fought a bunch of him. Man, you just said anybody with a bandana and a hat was Aiden. That's what make Aiden Aiden. Man. <laughs> But, uh, no, nah, I mean, I ain't look up nothing about that game. I did think about getting it. You know, I didn't even know y'all was playing it on the, uh, death, I mean, Xbox. So I ain't, I almost copped it on the PS4. I ain't even finna lie. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised about what Josh said about the, um, the Xbox one that's like running bad. I felt like when I had one, a lot of games didn't run that good. And it just seemed like you had to have a, one X for everything at that point. So, but I ain't got much of an opinion on the game though. Um, yeah, I mean Ubisoft made it. Y'all know how I feel about them. You played um, the first Watch Dogs though, right? Yeah, I actually wanted to play the second one and stuff, but I just never, uh, got never got around to it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm over here playing Dragon Ball Z Kakarot and stuff. So, <laughs> <I mean. laughs> yeah, but uh, no, nah, it's it's not that bad, honestly. I think. You would probably enjoy the permadeath stuff because I enjoy permadeath, even though it's punishing. I like it because it makes me think about, you know, before I go into something, kind of just makes me think a little bit more and kind of, you know, prioritize my my people's life because I'd be like, bro, I'm about to use this B character because I'm not gonna lose and then I don't have my character no more. So uh, yeah, it's it just it's just um, it's interesting because you could play it. You don't have to have permadeath on. It's just the way I want to play it at this point. Um, but yeah, I like I like Watch Dogs. I think it's um I like the Legions. I mean, I think it's a pretty cool game, and I think I'm um definitely try to play jump into the online, see how that works. But right now, it's not it's not available. So yeah. <clears throat> um, but next thing I kind of wanted to talk about, uh, and this could probably be a a very a very small uh, conversation but it's really about the am the amd graphics cards and stuff like that because i know you i'm not sure if you guys are aware of what they have done um but it's just kind of like they they're undercutting um nvidia or nvidia because people hate when i say nvidia nvidia um uh, they're undercutting them and they're kind of giving you the same amount of power. So they kind of announced their graphics cards on the 28th or the 29th. One of, one of those days they announced what their graphics cards were going to be, what they're kind of processing and like basically the 6,800, the 6,800 XT 
and then the 6900 XT. The 6900 XT competes with the 3090 from uh, NVIDIA, and then the 6800 XT competes with the 3080 from NVIDIA, and then the 6800 competes with the 37 from NVIDIA. The, the actual 6800 is $50 more expensive or I, th I believe it's $50 or $75 more expensive than the actual NVIDIA 3070. And it's supposed to give you a pretty similar performance experience. So I kind of still think the 3070 is the better buy. But then when it comes to the 6800 XT and the 3080, the 3080 and the 6800 XT, they both have um, very similar and sometimes it beats the, the 3080 and that is $50 cheaper so you do get very similar performance sometimes even beating said performance on a 3080 and it's still at a $50 cheaper price and the wattage is better so they give you more more power per wattage which is really good for these people that don't want to upgrade their CP um, their PSUs and they don't want to have to change their build completely to kind of work with these things so um, they're really, really working to kind of keep the the minimum of, of what you need spec wise. And they also just giving you more power. So AMD really did a good job. And then finally, the 6900 XT, that was their high end graphics card that competes with the 3090. And that's the one that kind of totes the 8K gaming and all that stuff, even though it's really difficult. And they have DLSS to kind of help that. Um, this one here is like the old, the big the big boy and there is a still at the 300 watt power um usage and it also can is beating at some point the 3090 or it has a very similar performance of the 3090 and it's 500 dollars <laughs> so they ain't playing no games basically they just basically kind of undercut them in a lot of ways where um AMD is the only company that can uh, say that they make CPUs and GPUs and um, they're kind of leveraging that now. They kind of have this over, they call it, they so, they so whack. It's called rage mode where they, uh, you can, um, it's, it's called rage mode. And then there's this other mode where they, the CPU and the GPU kind of talks to each other. They are both AMD and they're in the 5,000 series and they kind of have the ability to, you know, use use some of the power of the CPU for the GPU and the vice versa. So it kind of gives them a better percentage of a higher, you know, clock speeds. I forget I forget everything that it does, but basically it makes it stronger and have a better performance out output. You know, obviously NVIDIA doesn't make their own um, CPU, so they can't really leverage that. Um, but AMD can. Obviously, AMD is implementing ray tracing in theirs. It's um, and things like that. And they have this super resolution that's kind of similar to DLSS, where they kind of shade and um, create the image out of a lower red image to kind of give you a better performance boost. Um, so they're doing the, they did, they're, they're doing what they need to do. And then they have their Fidelity FX mode, kind of similar to the um, DLS mode and all the functions and features. That, that come along with NVIDIA. They have 35 games already confirmed that kind of uses these modes and kind of give you more performance. So um, 
I think what AMD is doing is the smarter move. I think that they have obviously just waited. Everybody was so happy with NVIDIA doing like what they did. And then now AMD comes out and just blows them out the water kind of deal where they're cheaper, stronger, and hopefully more available. Uh, I really hope they're going to be more available than it was for the um, NVIDIA cards. The I believe they come out November 18th and December 8th. So the 6800 X, 6900 XT comes out December 8th. That's the big boy. And then the 6800 and the 6800 XT comes out November 18th. And those will probably be, you know, again, um, those are probably going to be the ones that sell the most because they are the lower ends. And I think the better buy, honestly, because they're so close, I believe it's, what's the difference? In, I can't even remember a difference in price. I believe it's. Uh, six fifty and five seventy nine. Why not just pay for the extra money and kind of go for the bigger, uh, the better GPU? So they made it really close that sometimes people will just be like, well, I might as well just get the six hundred sixty eight hundred XT and kind of get more performance. So I think they did the smart move, and I think that they're gonna um, succeed at this because at first. That when I bought my Radeon 7, they wasn't even close to the 2080 Ti. Now they are like on their new brand new GPUs they announced last month and they beating them in some categories and they cheaper. Oh, it's gonna be ridiculous. AMD gonna finally get the get the W when it comes to GPU space because <laughs> simply because NVIDIA can't deliver on their promise of getting GPUs to people and they couldn't buy none. I still haven't been able to get one of those cards and they haven't been readily available for anyone to purchase. And if AMD can just solve that issue and kind of have more available, then that's a recipe for a win right there. Easy, easy money. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because um, it's, it's pretty big. It's something that shows that what they're going to be able to do with the, um, with the PS five and the series X um, coming into the new consoles because they are all both AMD um, processors. I believe their GPUs are the same as well. They're both AMD and GP CPUs and G well, not the CPUs, but the GPUs is kind of the same thing where it comes from that AMD. I believe the processors too, if it's not RDNA, RND, I don't know. Honestly, I forget, but I believe they're, they're running some type of form of AMD at least. Um, mm -hmm. But have you heard or have y'all have anything on opinions on that or have you heard anything about that? Um, I didn't see anything about the AMD cards because um, mm -hmm. I was busy this week. But it does sound pretty good because um, AMD was in a situation where they're starting like where they're playing catch up to NVIDIA in, in yeah. some cases because they've always been behind in the GPU space exactly. as far as market share. And over the past generation, um, NVIDIA has proven a lot of um, of their technology, like the DLSS it has been um, something that's really uh, been growing over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. And AMD didn't have like a real competitor to that sort of technology. And so now they have, you know, they're showing off theirs. So really, I just think, you know, over the next couple of years, once these big games come out um that people can really start to compare them you'll you'll see 
that maybe AMD, they took a little bit longer, but they got the better product out or something like that. Um, yeah. And they're, but, yeah, they're really winning with the, when it comes to the, the VRAM too, their mm-hmm. cards are 16 gigs throughout. Um, while, you know, a, NVIDIA has kind of had that eight gig and sometimes like watchdogs as of now is kind of becoming a, a VRAM, you know, hog. So, these newer games might be more, you know, re- relying on the, you know, that 16 gigs of bytes of free RAM that the other, you know, GPUs might not be able to succeed at. So it really just depends. Um, I know that 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 a lot of people were looking at that, too. Like, yeah, that's nice. So um, it's just a lot of things that they were doing right. And um, see that like they were future proofing a few things and they're not they're using, you know, uh, Direct X12, Microsoft Direct X12, v, uh, uh, ray tracing versus having like an actual processor built into the GPU to kind of handle it, like mm-hmm. Nvidia is doing. So, and these are the ones that are going to be using. They're going to be very similar to the the systems that we're going to be watching a lot of ray tracing on. So I'm pretty sure optimization might be better there versus on the Nvidia's, and then people's actually developers taking taking on that and like using it more is probably going to be used more on AMD side versus how they use it on Nvidia side for optimization purposes only. Um, it might be, it might run on it, but it might not be as optimized as on the AMD cards. So, um, time will tell. I think, um, both of them, it's really good to be a, just a gamer in general because they have a lot of options out there and, um, yeah. Got, you could be a PC player, you could be a system player, but you got you got AMD gonna get your money at some point. Um, so yeah, if you if you if you're into stocks, you know what to do, baby. You know what to do. Uh, but yeah, I like I I I thought that was a, I thought they did a really good job. Uh, but moving forward here, because it really wasn't much to talk about there uh ps5 in the series x people they coming oh buddy they coming they coming they coming at uh you got your money ready Jalen? you gonna <laughs> Jaylen, be there Jalen, man you gotta go ahead and get one man, man i ain't man. get my own money so i can't get it <laughs> <laughs> number one in line already uh, number one in line because i'm number one already god tell me why i was watching that yesterday man hey, I, I watched that clip don't play he said, "I'm the." What, what are you saying? He said, "I'm number one already." He said, "The early bird gets the bird." He said, "The early bird gets the worm," and I'm the early, 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 early bird. Early, bird. <laughs> early, early, early bird. That's why he got the worm. And That's then he why added I get that. the worm. Number one in line. Number one already. <laughs> that boy, that boy, Jarvis Johnson, don't play. He he switched yeah, over to fries. I don't know why Best Buy didn't like that. And they did doing bowl, didn't they? Did he did a bowl? That boy got a, he got a Best Buy tattoo and everything. Uh, I forgot about that. Yes, bro. Boy got a oh boy goodness. got a Best Buy tattoo and they played him. He used to be number one in line every time. Hey, remember he had that kind of kid at Wardo? Huh? It's my friend at Wardo. I was like, bro, what's and I'm really, really nice. I was trying to get some TV side. Five forty nine, four forty nine. <laughs> <laughs> bro dog i'm mad she went up in there he's like welcome to my crib <laughs> bro 
That boy had the whole setup and a random kid yes, just spawned bro. in there. He had, a place, he had an Xbox, didn't he? Man, he had everything in that mug, bro. I was like, bro, don't you got a wife and kids? I had them on Facebook, man. You know I added them after that. Oh, my Driver Johnson don't play. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Best Buy actually sent me my, um, they told me to come up there. They said, uh, we going they sent me my confirmations for my PS5 and the Series X. I got both of them from Best Buy, and um, I got them to be able to pick them up. So mm-hmm. they said, hey, we got some slots. Pick your slot now. I got the earliest slot, which is 6 a.m. in the morning. I got those days off, so don't worry. I'm not tripping. The early bird gets the worm. Early bird. Early, earlier bird. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, 6 a.m., boys. Um I'm pretty sure they're gonna let me pick up my games too. I hope it doesn't have me come back for my games. They like only oh, can get the PlayStation Five. That'd be slow. So I'm gonna be able to get my games and that. So hopefully I have a video up pretty shortly after, cause I ain't gotta wait on no slow UPS driver or no slow FedEx driver. I can go pick up my stuff when they get it in the warehouse or at the store. Um, but yeah, so a lot of stuff came out. Well. Um, you getting yours from uh, in the mail, right, Josh? Microsoft? You got it from Microsoft, right? Yeah, I'm just get it from Microsoft. Um, okay. So I don't have to deal with lines because the nearest Best Buy to me is like Manhattan, and I'm not trying to go away there. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And uh, Jalen playing. He ain't getting one yet. He, he's Unemployment, he, man. Man, he's going to get one uh, on the 10th. Yeah, man, you gotta go up there and just drop, drop that, drop them racks. Got racks on racks on racks. You just drop it on this, on this, on the put, thing, man. Put it on my uh, Best Buy card, please. Put it on my Best Buy card, right? You know you got that. You know I'm good for it. You gotta let them know. You know I'm good for it. Nah, I used I to work here. It's like, hey, 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 little John, John, tell them about me. Hey, man, who is this man? <laughs> and why you if you know who this man is, you watch their job. <laughs> right. Man. Pick or choose. Duh, don't they be they be they be getting them in and out of them seasonal jobs, bro. But um Josh yeah, a so, seasonal expert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they be pretending. But um yeah, I mean I I'm I'm ready for them. That means a bunch of new information that came out about them, about the dual sense, about how the unboxing experience, what it looks like, how 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 it looks in next to something else, how big the PS5 is. Uh the Series X we kinda was an open book really at this point. We saw it broken down. Um, but the PS5, you know, it, it got their teardown video finally. We got the unboxing video, we got the dual sense video. No real hands-on with, like, PS5 games outside of Astro's Playroom. But we kind of get, we got a better picture of what you're going to be able to experience day one um, on the PS5. And what's some, I guess, because I know I'm getting one, and I know y'all not getting one, what is, what What are you seeing on the PS5 that's, like, at least interesting as of now that you kind of see? If, if you don't have anything, that's fine, too. But uh, just let talk to me about that. Um, I mean, I think the system overall seems, um, fine. Like, it looks good. Um, it's obviously an upgrade from the PS4. Uh, it seems way too big, and I wish it came in black, but it's, it's, um, a decent system. Um, Mm -hmm. obviously has a real big fan in it, and the PS4 Pro has had issues with, like, 
getting hot and the fan running too loud and so it seems like they they really took the time to like fix those issues um, yeah. which is which is good you always want improvement in the actual hardware um the controller people are saying like it's a good controller i personally just want to feel it myself because i i understand haptics like feel good but um you know just the overall quality of it and if i like it more because i I've gotten used to using the PS4 and like PS3 controllers, like that's how they've always been, but I've never liked them. And so maybe this is a controller that I will actually like, but I still prefer like the, the Xbox style controller. Um, but we'll see once I actually try it. Um, otherwise, yeah, like there hasn't been any real, uh, a lot of gameplay for a, um, a variety of, I guess, say PS5 games. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care about the Astros Playroom or anything like that. Um, like, we'll see some Spider-Man and things like that. But I feel like that's a game that looks good. But um, it's really just, like, watching a trailer when you're watching, like, people's preview video of it. Because you don't actually get the experience of yourself. So, uh, I guess there's a lot of, like, hands-on that I would like to see with it, personally. Right, 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 right. Um, what about you, Jalen? Anything uh, I mean, I don't like the fact that it's white. Uh, like Josh said, I mean, it's just going to be a system sitting around collecting dust and stuff. And, um, But, I mean, I guess if they fix, like, the fan thingy, because I hate when I cut on Call of Duty and my fan is like, hey, bro, we got to just we gotta uh, turn it up now. So. Take off. Yeah, we got to take flight. You know what's next. But um, other than that, I mean, I don't. I don't really care too much for like the hardware and stuff like that. Um, I see how the controller is. I don't know like the weight and how it feels and stuff like that. I feel like that's a a big if. I remember I had an issue adjusting to playing um, FPS games on a PS4 because I was used to playing on the 360 all the time. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah. the thumb the placement weight. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, the weight so weight distribution is a little weird too. Yeah, it could it could definitely throw you off. Yeah, so. Um, but I mean, I got used to it. I feel like the PS4 controller pretty, uh, pretty uh, nice. Um, but as far as like the PS5 and stuff, I have to feel it. I think the biggest concern for me would be the controller, um, and then the cleanliness of it with it being white. Uh, Josh said it's big. I don't know the actual dimensions in comparison to the PS4. Or how it sits? Do I need to stand up or or can it lay like horizontal? It's huge. Like it. If you look at pictures of it. Um, People saying it's like three game cubes tall. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, pretty big. <laughs> so if for me, I got a little uh, shelf from IKEA. Like it can fit, but it's gonna have to be sideways, and it's gonna take up a bunch of space. But I don't know if I want to put it in there because it's you know it's a shelf, and the dust and stuff is gonna get caught in the shelf. Um, but it literally is too big to put on top of the TV stand. So. It's just going to depend. You're going to need a lot of room to fit it somewhere. Yeah, I okay, literally okay. went to uh, Amazon and bought this one that has like these weird uh, egonomics, if, if that's the right word. It, it has like weird um, uh, shelving and how it works because there's like a lot of openings and like it's like built to be able to fit multiple things inside of it. So I'm going to put my PS5 horizontal still i could put it up tall if it looks better up tall i might do that but honestly i'd rather have it horizontal so it doesn't 
accidentally get kicked over or knocked over or something because it's so freaking big. And then I'm going to have my Series X in this other slot where I'm just going to stand up tall because I hate how the Series X looks laying down. It looks like a log, to be honest. So, yeah, I, I actually went out and bought a TV stand just because I knew it was going to look stupid. And I wanted to make sure <laughs> the, you know, my office slash guest room didn't look stupid when people come over. So, um I had I went out and got that and I seen y'all pictures so you can see it but it was it was on Amazon it was like one fifty but it at least it looks at least it looks good and it's white so the the PlayStation should blend right in at least <laughs> with his, with the design yes I feel like at first I was digging it when I first saw it but now it just looks like two pieces of paper and I'm just like I don't know man this thing looks pretty stupid but what I will say is it's, it's striking. People will know it. If they probably wouldn't notice my Series X, but they're going to notice that PS5 regardless. It's way too big. It's way too, or it's just way too out there uh, for not yeah. to be not to be noticed when people come over. They're going to be like, oh, you got the PS5. I'm like, yep. But I also got a Series X sitting right there. You're probably going to be like, oh, yeah, I ain't even noticed. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what's going to happen. But uh, yeah. So. Uh, I, 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 I prefer series X's minimalistic design more, but I definitely think the eye open, the eye catcher is going to be the PS five because, because of how striking it is. And plus, hopefully it's a lot of customization that comes into play with the, with the removing the plates on the side and kind of, you know, I seen like Dave 2d, he already like painted his or, or put some skins on it. So I definitely want to see how that kind of comes and plays out with the skins or maybe even like having them completely just changed out and you just have two different sides on it. I want to see how that all works. So I think it'd be cool to customize it and make it, make it your own series X. You could throw some stickers on it if you want, but you don't really need to do that. It's just, it's just like plain and simple, but um, I guess the next thing I want to talk about is that is because I know you kind of touched on it. We have gotten some previews, at least. Um, Demon Souls, uh, just a preview of the gameplay, how it looked. And then, because we're going to talk about Demon Souls. We're we talking about, right now, just like previewing of the gameplay of what we saw. Um, and then I saw Gears 5 optimized for the Series X. And then we had dropped a video for Watch Dogs Legion f- optimized for Series X. And it has like ray tracing and all that stuff and the fidelity and all that. Um, I'm, I'm, I was pretty impressed. I ain't going to hold you. I'm pretty impressed with how Demon Souls looks on, even though Demon Souls has a very, um, how would you say bare minimum type, type experience to me. It has a very simplistic, uh, straightforward kind of design. I think Blue Point took it up a notch and how they kind of delivered what they were trying to express in like a more modern way. Um, and like the reflections, the the uh, the amount of the amount of details when it comes to, you know, when you're throwing fireballs down the corridor and like the the ambient lighting and you know how light bounces off of that and how you can see the the rays of light coming through the ceiling, um, I think they really did a pretty good job. I, and I think the PS5, obviously. 
that could have been a PC game too, because I think it was supposed to be, and it would probably look just as good. But I think this being tailored and catered to now being a PS5 exclusive, I think a lot of people are going to look at that and try to compare it to something that Microsoft has. And they're really all they're going to have is that Gears 5 for optimize that makes it, you know, what runs better because we on the PS on the Series X, the Gears 5 is going to have more customization and as well as more graphical options than the PC version even. So hopefully this is a showcase that kind of puts the Series X on the map of what it really can do because it's going to also have 4K 120 in the versus mode, which I'm going to try out as well. And then that Demon Souls is going to be what puts, I mean, I think Spider-Man would look nice, but it's not going to look as nice. It's just going to look like Spider-Man with a higher resolution. So there's not much more they can do there to kind of make it look better. I think Demon Souls is going to be the experience that's going to be looking graphically more impressive as time goes on versus, um, versus Miles Morales. So I think those are going to be the two heavy ways to kind of compare to each other. And we have gotten options and seen at least footage of both of those. At least I have. Um, and Gears 5 looks really good. Um, even though they like big bulky characters, I really hate the design of their characters. Um, but it looks really good. It looks really, really good. Uh, there is like, you know, they, they kind of talk about the shadow quality and all that extra stuff but really once you put the whole picture together it's just like a better experience and then the same thing to go with demon souls they kind of make a lot of smaller changes to make a bigger change and how that looks uh i guess kind of you guys talk to me about if you've seen anything if you've seen the differences between gears 5 on the ps running on the xbox series x and if you have seen demon souls and like what do you what what kind of popped out to you when you kind of first saw it if you've seen it yeah, I for Gears I haven't seen as much, but I've seen like a couple like tweets and announcements about it, like the comparisons with the like soft contact shadows and things like that. And it looks good. Mm-hmm. Um I played me and you played a little bit of it um when it came out, but I was playing it like on the series uh, S, so it may have been like a really graphically impressive game but for me uh, it didn't be that impression but looking at the new screenshots and things like that what they have planned it looks really good mm-hmm. so i just want to um give it a try and experience it because it would be nice to play gears at 60 at a higher resolution because it's already you know a slow clunky game so that 60 is hopefully gonna help out yeah um and yeah we'll, we'll see i think that it's a good um showcase because gears has always been a uh a si- not a system seller but a graphical um i guess benchmark for some systems um yeah, i think so because uh, they use you know a lot of i don't know if this one is using the unreal engine but it used to use the unreal engine and they were you know pushing a lot of graphical um fidelity and technology um as for demon souls and spider-man they look really look really good for me, I guess it's just those have always been like the shorter, um, you know, two, three minute like previews and not just like the full thing that Microsoft has done where you can see, you know, this is when we boot up the system, run the game and, you know, switching between the games and going through the settings. Um, so it hasn't made much of a impression, I guess, to compare it to because Spider-Man, like 
it it's always looked good in the trailer, but I guess they haven't highlighted the the big upgrades um, as Microsoft has. But obviously, the games just look really, really good. Um, when it comes down to it, are they as technically advanced as something like Gears Five? Maybe not, but they look artistically better, and so that's what um, Sony is able to leverage in in a sense. Because as, as you know, seeing people talking about like ray tracing demon souls doesn't have it or spider-man does but it's not as high quality as gears but at the end of the day it won't matter if you don't notice it because that's at the end of the day it, it does come down to artistic style and if they have a better looking style then it's going to look better um yeah yeah okay um have you seen anything about demon souls or um gears Jalen? Nah, I ain't saying nothing about it. I've just been hearing Josh opinion about Demon Souls. Um, <laughs> that's yeah. the only thing I had on my radar. Yeah, we we don't, they don't, we gonna get into that, but um, but yeah, I think it uh, those are gonna be the again those benchmarks that kind of showcase what the Series X and uh, the PS Five can do for now. Um, obviously, there's more stuff down the pipeline. Watch Dogs Legion, maybe another one of those games because it's gonna actually have ray tracing. It's gonna be very similar to these very expensive 3090s 3080s experiences so we want to see how that stacks up against the pc so keep it locked to digital foundry not my page but digital foundry and they'll probably walk you through how how it looks and kind of what you're really getting for that 500 dollars. because honestly both of these consoles are pushing some really crazy stuff for the price that they're you know charging really honestly uh but uh, moving forward, I guess uh, the series, um, I kind of wanted to talk about that. I mean, still keeping in the same realm of PS5 versus PS Series X. Uh, the DualSense, I know we already kind of touched on it versus that, the P- Series X's controller. Do you, I guess I want to pose a question. Do you feel like, because uh, I'm not sure if you've seen anything about it, Jalen, but do you guys feel like they kind of had a misstep? Because of how much people are talking about the DualSense and not the Series X new controller? Um, I don't know. It it depends because Rumble is something that uh, I guess a lot of people miss. How to put it? I've always grown up with playing console games and it, I've always had like Rumble and stuff in the controller. So I'm used to it. So when I play it on like PC and certain games don't have rumble it feels weird like i you know we play destiny and you get used to the feeling of it like when you shoot and things like that but when if i jump over to pc that rumble wasn't enabled um in the same way so it felt weird trying to play um you know multiplayer or online uh because i didn't have that same feedback and so a lot of people don't even use it and so i think this series X controller as a utility like it's always going to be a good controller like you just take it plug it into your computer plug it into your mac plug it into your iphone or you know connect it to your iphone and it's always going to work so i think utility wise it might be the better controller because mm-hmm. you're going to have all the features working on every system whereas the ps5 when you're connected to the ps5 is going to have the haptic feedback um, which is, you know, really strong and intense, but you can calibrate it where it can ramp up 
a lot more um, naturally or whatever. Um, but I think that's only going to be effective when you're using it on the PS5. So I think it's going to be nice uh, to feel. I mean, people are going to get used to it, especially like you playing Call of Duty and stuff. But I don't know if, um, you know, it's going to, you know, change the world, put it put it that way. Um, but I think that maybe Microsoft could have done more with their controller because they, their whole stance is we already have, quote unquote, the best controller. So let's make it better. And really, they just made like small improvements to make right. it better. But they didn't try to like create a new best controller. They just improved on what was already good. Which is true because they do have a really good controller. And um, even whatever the DualSense can do, I really don't like the two, like the, the dual sided thumbstick layout. I really prefer the, you know, top, top left, bottom right approach because it always makes me feel like i have more precision um yeah and i still don't like the flat buttons on the playstation like yeah especially the d-pad <laughs> yeah so there is still that you know that understanding that the dual sense has its flaws but i think the dual sense is probably the more um uh, the more the more futuristic or more new experience kind of approach, and that's why people are talking about it. But if the haptic feedbacks are as good as they say they are, maybe that's something that you know Xbox explores down the line, where they kind of introduce a new controller that does have those features, but they still keep everything compatible. That's one thing I don't yeah. like about the DualSense is how it can't play PS4 games, even though these haptic feedback features, I, I, I'm not expecting you to go in and kind of do it, but it has the same button layout. So you should be able to play your PS4 games in backwards compatibility with your PS5 DualSense. And that's just, I feel like that's just a, a mishap on their end to kind of force you to get the DualSense, even though, you know, it works with the PS3. <laughs> it'll work fine on a ps3 control as a p on a ps3 but it won't work on a ps4 it's like they kind of deliberately did that to kind of force people to move on so um yeah um i think like you said it's probably the more interesting controller and i think in the future microsoft will do something like the you know series 3 elite or whatever um they will probably adapt adopt that because with the elite controller they have the um the three settings for your triggers, you know, triggers. Mm -hmm. and I really like that on that system, and that's something that they could implement in you know another version of the Elite controller, but maybe it's just like expensive. Uh, I don't know how much the uh, DualSense is out of box, but you know it's like sixty, seventy dollars. So it's seventy, yeah, seventy dollars. Yeah, it's, it's probably expensive to implement that um, in the controller. Yeah, and um, with all those new features, uh, I really think, I mean, I guess um, before I move on, Jalen, did you have anything to add? Because I'm not, I'm not, I'm still talking about the dual sense, but not really in the same sense. Oh, we can say that I don't like the light, and I wish they'd get rid of putting the light on the controller. Uh, Are you talking about the thing that drained the batteries? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what I was going <laughs> to talk about. Are people sleeping on the the the, the two AA batteries? Are people sleeping on the ability to swap those out? Because I feel like people are. What do you guys think about that? Like swapping batteries out? Um, I I still prefer the rechargeable <laughs> one, but I I've never um 
like broken my PlayStation controller, but not being able to take out the battery or replace it is an issue, I think. Um, especially if you want to keep your controller for a long time. Like I have like two Xbox controllers and I can switch, usually switch out the battery um, if they get bad. Um, it's just too good for the longevity because the battery is going to get worse over time. Deteriorate. Um, yeah. And you said bump that, right, Jalen? <laughs> yeah, to be honest with you, bro, like I'm, I'm always close enough to my PS4 where I'm like, if if I had to categorize what I would want in a controller, or not what I how I would prefer to the power source, I should say, the preferred power source, I take a rechargeable battery. Um, of course, manufacturer type stuff, not those Nyko plug and play type. You know what I'm saying? Joints because them they die like in two weeks. But rechargeable, corded, double A. I I do it in that way just because. The the whole thing of having double A batteries is annoying itself. Um, I feel like those, especially the PS4 controllers, I can attest to them because I have one. Um, I feel like some days, or not some days, some periods, it lasts longer than others when it's not when it hasn't been like charging and stuff like that. Of course, it's probably inconsistency with my like uh, memory, but like I haven't really had any issues with my PS4 controller. I kind of got used to it dying kind of quick, but I still rather prefer that than all the times I was replacing batteries in the Xbox 360 controller or trying to take out battery packs and charge it when I'm using it. Um just those yeah. sorts of things. Like I I just I deal with the battery issue. Like I much rather deal with that issue than deal with anything else like uh, Well, yeah. yeah. I I would hate to like keep going um, and changing out the actual AA batteries like I used to do with the 360 because, you know, the 360 <laughs> controller we're going through batteries in a week. But um, having a rechargeable option, like, to come with it. So I think the uh, the one that just came with the rechargeable pack in the controller, I think. Um, so I didn't have to worry about the AA batteries. But I still think the PS4 implementation is not good enough because my controller is always on like one bar even though i feel like it's connected all the time yes. it's never fully charged and it's gonna you know pop up like a battery low or whatever and i two reasons why is it doesn't fully charge overnight when it's plugged in because the ps4 turns off charging after uh what, like an hour or three hours um, so it's not going to fully charge your controller. So when you get up, it's going to have to still be plugged in in order to get fully charged. I Whereas thought in I rest mode, it, would, it do charge it up, though. It stops after a certain amount of time. Oh, I ain't never know that. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be efficient enough to be charged in that time frame, but sometimes it just doesn't. Yeah, I don't feel uh, like it, it does. Whereas my 360 controller, I don't... I mean, not 360, uh, Xbox controller... I feel like I never have to worry about the battery. Like once every two two weeks, especially if I'm playing every day, I gotta charge it. But it's never low on the daily basis. Whereas PS4, PS4, every day I have to charge it, and that's it's just annoying. Um, and they really could just get rid of that by <laughs> get rid of this big old light on the controller and not wasting battery. Right. 
Now, I am on the other side of that. I prefer the efficiency of double A, but I also like the option that I can go and get rechargeable packs. And I don't have to just rely on the ability of my inside pack of the charger of the of the controller to stay consistent because I can get four hours, I can get seven hours, but it's always in between that with the PS4 controller, but it's before it dies. Um, and it's always never the same. Ones die faster than others. Um, and I don't enjoy that experience of having to kind of hurry up. And because I've, is there been plenty of times where I will literally just be on a, on a conversation with y'all and I just, my controller would just die in the middle of the game because I wasn't paying attention to the battery, you know, indicator. Or if it say, it's a battery low and then like, you know, 20 minutes later it's gone. So my experience with, you know, xbox is i can literally let that thing sit for three four weeks honestly because i i play it less but i also play it in more you know spurts than i do on the playstation 4 so i can i see the like the like the charge hold that it has i see the ability to keep a hold a charge hold for over a long period of time while it sits there if i was to let my ps4 controller sit for a week and turn it on for some reason it's not going to be at the same part at where it was when i when i turned it on it's going to deteriorate as if it wasn't charging and it needs to charge so that deterioration for me was the problem this on the other hand seems as if it's more efficient in my eyes i mean i can i went out and bought like a 20 pack of rechargeable batteries and i have two of the like rechargeable things that i use but i also have i, I could go out and buy I have a rechargeable pack for my elite controller and either way it goes if my elite controller dies in the middle of a session i could throw rechargeable batteries in there and i can continue to go and i don't have to wait for it to charge so i like the experience of having the ability to choose now would it be better for you or maybe it probably would but the better implementation is probably throw in a rechargeable pack but allow the casing to come off the back and allow for batteries to be put in. So maybe they charge you an extra $10, but you actually get the rechargeable pack as well as the cord in the box. And that way you still get the option and it's not just going to continuously deteriorate over time and you just have to replace the entire controller. That's my, that's my gripe with like people saying that it's better because I don't think it's better. Just like a phone batteries, I don't think it's better. I used to love that I could take my old battery out and put a new one in and it kind of continue to work. And people used to have swappable batteries in their pockets, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> I liked before. I understand that batteries are getting more efficient and faster and better. But at the same time, the, the, the amount of time that you use a controller over seven years versus your phone over two there's a difference there. I mean, if my controller can last as long as I can in, in, a, in a gaming session and I, it's going to last my continuation of the entire process of, a, you know, a system, why not? You know, because it's going to be more for the, the prolonging of that game and that, I mean, the prolonging of that controller, as well as it gives me an option to throw in rechargeable. So that would be my, you know, defense in regards to the battery double a batteries but i do understand the gripe of it's 2020 and that we still you know got double a batteries but i still feel like there's a there is uh a value in that 
then it is to just like, kind of cut it off completely. No, I get that. I mean, it's COVID nineteen twenty, not just like, nah, but nah. I for I, I get that. I mean, if, if you could take it out and buy like a a better battery or something like that, or I mean that option. I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to the option. I, I think I always feel like options are good when you like. What's the word you use? Pigeonhole somebody into something like Nintendo to. Um, and they don't believe I feel like, <laughs> Clearly not. Um, I fight whenever you pigeonhole somebody into something that's not that's not like good. So if they allow like a removable back or something, so you can, you know, buy another PS PS4 controller battery or something like that. I, I feel like I feel like that's fine. Um, I'm still wouldn't be a I only, I guess I'm thinking more like on a technical standpoint of how they would do something like that without it feeling like a, a battery pack that's but take double A batteries at the same time. I don't know if that makes sense. Well, they but, usually um, can still recharge it through this, this type C port, you know, so you don't have to necessarily take it out or sit it on something, but they do have the because you know they come with most controllers come with the prongs to sit down on top of something where it'll charge the controller for you. So the prongs on the PS4 control on the PS dual sense, it's right on the top and you can charge it from there or you can charge it from the type C to charge that inner internal battery. But also play uh, Xbox has those battery packs where you can charge it from the micro C port. So you don't have to take it out to like charge it or sit it on anything. You could just literally charge it as you're playing as well. So it has those abilities to do that. But then you just get the ability to also pop the cap off and, you know, tr take it out if you need to and put something else in there. But I get what you're saying, though. It's like it's, it's giving them access maybe that they don't need. But I think access is better than not. Um, well, I was going to say as far as like I don't got an Xbox, so I can't speak on it. But I was saying like if you want to I know like in the 360, you was able to take the thing out, the battery pack or and just put double A batteries in there if you wanted to or the mm -hmm. Xbox one. I mean. Um, but I don't know if you could be able to incorporate something that would allow for the OEM battery packs type things that come with the PS4 or yeah, that comes built into the PS4 and then put, you know, just standalone like double A batteries or something in there. Um, I'm just not a fan of double A batteries period. I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of options and stuff, but I feel like. Obviously, we buy stuff for means to an end, but we don't think about it. Whereas, like, AA batteries, you buy those thinking about, like, when I buy AA batteries, and I mean, this could be from childhood stuff. Like, I knew my time was limited to play the game or whatever, like, on my Game Boy Advance. Likewise, with the 360 controller, it's like, you know you're not going to get that much time out of it, and batteries cost so much where you don't want to keep buying them. Just, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of an added expense or whatever. I don't know what they did with these controllers, but the efficiency is significantly better. Maybe I don't play as many games as I used to as a kid, or I don't just, but they cut off at a certain amount of time after they're idling, so it's not just on. They have, like, a lot of stuff in it where they just feel like the, the longevity of them, because they last so long. I, I, didn't, I don't expect them to, but literally, if I turn this controller on right now, I probably still have more than half my bar and I haven't swapped them in three weeks. And I've been playing Watch Dog Legions and I've been playing other games on it. So I expect it to be draining it now more than I used to. But honestly, 
if I waited a long period of time and came back to it, the the amount of charge that it still holds. And that's why I like them. But it's old school and I get it. Um, and that's why I don't I don't I don't I'm not opposed to them like doing away with. I'm not, I'm opposed to them doing away with it. I'm not opposed to them adding additional, you know, packs to these to the controllers that come with it so that you could charge it and recharge it with that and they kind of give you the rechargeable battery in the box when they can buy a new controller because that will give them, you know, that 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 gives people, you know, the the the, the ability to, you know, choose how they want to really game um versus kind of forcing people to either buy another pack, another battery rechargeable pack to kind of, you know, uh, bridge the gap between being able to recharge on the go and not. So, um, I, 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 it, that, that's what I wanted to kind of not overthink and like not forget about. Cause I do, like I do enjoy the Xbox controller and I do enjoy it more than the PS4 controller. Maybe the dual sense to do better, but with all that extra stuff that they're putting into it, that battery probably is going to be even worse. I, I don't, I don't want that to be the case, but it could be the worst. Um, I know that's a big gripe that 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 had before. So they they put a big old fan in the in the system and made it way spacious so they can get air, much airflow in. So I'm pretty sure they thought about the dual sense before they did it and like how long it actually can play. So I'm expecting better results, um, but we'll see. We'll see with all that haptic feedback. We'll see. Uh, I think the last thing I want to talk about with the controller uh, with the with the, the the PS5 and the uh, series. Well, I think that was it, really, because I didn't have anything else um, that compared the two. I know we talked about, you know, quality of the games. Um, we talked about the controller, the unboxing experience, how they look. Yeah, but I think that's pretty much it. Let's just talk about Demon Souls here, uh, seeing how we. Oh, we only got twenty minutes. Uh, so Demon Souls. <laughs> uh demon souls um me and josh had a very i wouldn't say it wasn't a debate nor was it a, it was just a conversation but the conversation was very um i don't know i would call it uh productive because it was like a lot of stuff was talked about man y'all so, blew my phone up i'm in class i got 80 <laughs> messages in line I'm looking like, bro, what happened? My Apple Watch is going crazy. I'm like, bro, what is going on? I'm like, it's probably my group chat or something like from my class, maybe. I'm like, we are here. I go to look at my phone. It's a bunch of messages from wine. I'm like, man, what these jokers talking about? <laughs> we were talking about making a $70 decision. Um, so um, let me let me start from, from my standpoint of Demon Souls and like the Souls games. I didn't enjoy, um, I didn't enjoy the games that much. I played Bloodborne, Dark Souls three, Dark Souls two. I didn't beat. Um, I beat Dark Souls three and Dark and Bloodborne. Um, I got to Sekiro's last boss and just stopped. Uh, and I really enjoyed Dark Souls three for one reason and one reason only. I wanted to play as Havel and I just cosplayed. So literally I did no side quests. I literally did nothing interesting in that game outside of go find Havel and whoop him, take his armor and then decide to buff my stats until I could mid roll uh, or fast roll with a full set on. <laughs> and, 
uh, I enjoyed that. That that really made me happy. It was an accomplishment I wanted to do, and I did it. But um, Demon Souls uh, was the same. Demon Souls not did not interest me at all, and, um, and I was going to ignore it. But then that trailer dropped with the new gameplay, and it seemed as if because I tried to go back and play Dark Souls. I, I beat Dark Souls 3, and I just couldn't get into it. Obviously, Havel was in there. Um, he whooped me at the bottom of those stairs. But he, it was it, it was just too old at that point. I couldn't go back in and appreciate for what it was because it just felt too dated. Demon Souls, the best of my knowledge, it seems very similar, and Josh has told me multiple times it is, um, except that it's like a little difference and it doesn't have Havel. I was going to try to play it and try to appreciate the world and try to see if what Blue Point did was, you know, they added, you know, the eight, uh, diagonal roll. They added things like, um, you just quality of life things. The camera is better. It doesn't just get caught behind stuff. So quality of life improvements that will probably bring it to the 20th century. Uh, or is it 21st century? No, it's 20. I don't know. Whatever century in it brings up to to the to right now, um, and I just no, you know what century we in? No, not 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 off the back of my head. Is it nah, always twenty first until uh, two thousand one hundred? So okay, so we in the twenty first century. Uh, so hopefully. <laughs> Twenty uh, first century and yeah, just bring it up to date. So I just wanted to see what I wanted to play it. I wanted to see how it looked. I wanted to see it. So I asked Josh about it, and then I'm gonna let Josh explain his his side of the story. I mean, first I want to ask Jalen because you ha- ha- you might have touched Demon Souls, but you didn't like play it a lot, right? And I seen the, that freaking phalanx at the beginning of the game and what a mind flare thingy that, like, I don't know what they is, bro. They impale you. So so you liked Dark Souls, but you, you didn't want to play Demon Souls. Is there any reason why? I mean, I don't I don't trust the... I like Dark Souls as a series. Dark Souls 1, I, I think the world is fine, but I don't like the game um, mm-hmm. because of the... I mean, you know, I'm critical on like little, like clipping, a little weird stuff happening, backstabs. They, when you backstab somebody from the side, they reset their position. They be like, all right, bro, you got me. Go ahead and stab me on my back. Like, that's dumb. <laughs> it was goofy. So, um, I guess my opinion for Demon Souls was so strong because it was the first Souls game that I played. And, like, remembering it, like, I enjoyed it. It was a fun game. It had a bunch of issues, but it was fun because it was the first game like that I played where you can go online and fight people, but you can also just like gank people and hide around a corner with a poison spell and then poison them or make them break all the armor and stuff like that. So it was fun to play, but it wasn't until Dark Souls where they actually fixed a bunch of that broken stuff and actually made it into a, a really good game. And that's when... FromSoft got popular, that's when Dark Souls got popular, people started to care about those sort of games. It wasn't because Demon's Souls was niche, because it was on the PlayStation, it was on the PlayStation Greatest Hits, it, it was made by um, 
SIE, I forget which Sony studio uh, worked on it, but like it, it had the pedigree behind it. It just people didn't play it or didn't like it when they played it. And with the remaster, like it looks good and they're putting some improvements in there, but they're not changing the game. And that's for my thing is like if you didn't like like you said, Deontay, you didn't like Dark Souls. I, I was just cautioning you to know that they're not changing the game. This is not some big, you know, first party Sony studio ain't gonna have a good story or anything like that. It's gonna be Dark Souls with good graphics. And if you don't like Dark Souls three when with its graphics being good at the time or Sekiro having good graphics at the time then the game itself might not convince you because they're not actually doing a lot to change the core of the game. Um, and I, I don't know. I was just thinking about all the old stuff in Demon's Souls that are actual problems. Like I explained the world tendency system. And I remember uh, before the game came out, Shuhei Yoshida, who was the old president of PlayStation, he... <laughs> They didn't want to bring Demon Souls to the U.S. because he said the game was trash. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why they so, had him announce the Demon Souls remaster as like a joke because he thought it was trash in the beginning, but Dark Souls later popped off and now it's one of you know most anticipated games ever. But the game itself hasn't changed, and I I just I guess I was just saying, what do you see in it? gameplay wise that's interesting because the only thing is in my opinion change are the graphics and which it looks good and i would play it but i've played it more than six times now so i don't i'm not interested in going back and having the same experience well they have fracture mode josh so you can play it in reverse if you really wanted to but uh i I just it without leveling up i don't okay We already know you a try hard. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody here for all that. I said because I never played. I never, like I said, I I never beat Dark Souls. I wouldn't say I just couldn't jump into. It. I played the first level. Literally, that's it. The reason I played Dark Souls three, it wasn't at the beginning because I found Havel set. It was because I put in an extra forty hours doing the Havel portion. I think it was like thirty or something hours where I was just doing in Havel, but I didn't beat dark souls 3 solely because i had the havel set and i was doing it i got the havel set after and that's what i really remembered and enjoyed about the game i never said that the other portions were bad i just said i played that portion more because i just enjoyed grinding and when i can find a grind for something i'm going to do that Mm -hmm. but i never said i didn't like how that game was set up i liked it when we talked about dark souls before Dark Souls was always fun to me because it felt like I was progressing a world and all these felt like I was just, you know, it was always like as Jalen put it, you know, it was always multiple ways to skin a cat. You don't have to do it in one way. And that's why I kept asking you about magic and how magic works. I know you said it was item based, but they said basically they left it broken. So maybe I want to run through with a magic character and get to the end and kind of just be OP maybe that's something that interests me because that is what I like to do. I like to overpower my character and just have fun in the world. Um, so when you were talking about it, um, it seemed like you were kind of 
jaded. You kind of was just like, no, don't buy it because Dark Souls is better. And I get that because Dark Souls may be better, but I don't care to go through Dark Souls in that, you know, format. Obviously, I don't think the game is worth $70 because it's basically the same. I think it's worth so worth 50 or maybe even 47 But um, that was what my target was to buy the game at that price anyway. So I wasn't like trying to spend more than that. Um, and that's where I was kind of talking about. I was just kind of like, I was coming from that perspective of maybe there's something in this game. Cause it's kind of similar to dark souls that I will enjoy. Cause I know you said dark souls three and dark souls one are kind of similar more than dark souls two. And that I enjoyed at least dark souls progression and how they progressed the story and how they kind of did the worlds or like did the areas i wouldn't say the world but the areas um and dark souls one seemed very similar to that i just didn't like how it looked the presentation was just at that point disgusting to me i just like no i'm not gonna play this in 2019 because i think that's when i was trying to play it I was like, I'm just not going to play this. It doesn't look fun. It doesn't. It, 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 it's not that it didn't look fun. I would say it didn't look appeasing to the eye. I was just like, no, I don't even want to cosplay in this. So that's when I just said no. But because so they're guess bringing it into my it. My question is, if it looks good, but you don't like the gameplay, does that make a difference? Cause yes, because I didn't like the gameplay, gameplay of, of Uncharted. I didn't like the gameplay of... Um, okay. I didn't like the gameplay of uh, uh, of Last of Us, but it looked good and the story was there. So it was like, yes, that matters. I think it does. That's that's a point in a lot of different games that I played that where if it didn't look graphically appealing, I probably wouldn't have beat it. Um, well, I guess that solves it because for me, it's the opposite. Like I don't care if the game looks good if the gameplay is not interesting because I... Uh, I can look at a picture for 40 hours, but that would be boring. So Bro, you saw how I was doing Xenoblade. Xenoblade, Xenoblade 2 made my top list, and I couldn't, I barely could get through it because it's so ugly. I just couldn't do it. I was just like, this game is legit just ugly. And yeah, so it's ugly, but, but is the it gameplay was fun, right? So I can, I can hit the medium, but sometimes I would not, I would, I would be lying if I said graphical you know, fidelity and graphics didn't play a role in me beating something and not, you know, I would be lying to myself. Cause that's, that's not, the, that's not the case. Uh, I guess that, I mean, that solves it. Cause what all, only point I want to stress is Demon Souls gameplay is fun. You know, like if you, you like you play with Havel and you want to big, use a big sword, you will have that equivalent. Like you can have your heavy armor and you can swing your big sword and you can shoot magic. Um, Demon Souls is just at its basic form. It's just Dark Souls gameplay. It it doesn't have the world. It doesn't have the level progression. Like Demon Souls has actual levels. So you go to level one, mm-hmm. and you beat level one, and you leave level one, and go back to the base, and teleport to level two like you did in Bloodborne. So it's not like a big connected world. It's just levels. And so it's a just more simplistic game overall in design. And on top of that, it has a bunch of weird systems. Like it has a luck stat and you level up your luck stat to increase your drop rates. But if you don't do that, when you're farming the rare materials, you're going to have a hard time because you have got low drop rates. And that's just a bad system. That's something that they should have changed 
but they didn't. And so it's going to be a struggle playing it, but it's going to look pretty. So if that is enough, then that's okay. I'm just just saying that if you're if you want to spend your time well, you... enjoying like the bosses or the gameplay or even the multiplayer, you got four other Dark Souls game Dark Souls like games to choose from for that type of stuff. But yeah, me and you experience games differently. You experience it for sometimes you are more in enticed by you know the 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 systems in the game and like yeah, how it is stuff, RPG. yeah how stuff is managed but mem- remember when i played dark souls 3 i didn't do any magic <laughs> i literally played oh, I that game that. <laughs> but like i mean it, uh-huh. it was a, just a a stick not a stick fighter but it was kind of just like a a a a, a um, devil may cry game or some sort i'd never I never did nothing different. I p- continuously played with one sword. I continuously yeah. played with one. It's so it's. I That's understand fine. your breadth of like, you know, because content. Dark Souls is built for that. You can it's RPG. Like you put your stats in strength and don't worry about anything else. Like that's a legitimate build. But you can't play Dark Souls and expect a cohesive story that the NPCs are going to tell you. And so, like, if you're going into Demon's Souls expecting a story, somebody should probably warn you that they don't... It doesn't have a a story that you're going to get, like, Uncharted. Yeah, but y'all was... You was my story at at that point. Remember, I was asking you questions about how that one world was connected, how they went... We went back to the first shrine, or uh, I forget the first... Like, remember, I was yes. asking y'all it, questions, yes. <laughs> and and I was, but you know Demon Souls, so I can still Demon ask Souls those has questions. Less story. It has less. But I can still ask questions if I'm confused on stuff, right? You ain't, you ain't cutting me off. Is that what you're saying <laughs> if I play this game? I'm just saying, I ain't going to be a lot of answers. <laughs> <laughs> man, you hear this, man? Jesus. He, he basically no, no. tried to tell me not to get it. He, he's warning All right. Me. <laughs> I, I, think what he's I ain't gonna be able like, to tell you what happened in the ending or anything like that. I can help, but I'm just saying that it doesn't have a story. Like you, there are things that I can tell you about the world, but it has doesn't have a story that's beginning, middle, and end. Like after this happened, this happened, because that's just not how it was designed. So you're going in for the RPG mechanics, and that's why it's fun, and you're going in for the graphics. Yeah, but. It doesn't have that other stuff that you enjoy. Like it has the graphics, but it doesn't have the story. Okay, so are you okay? So, um, so okay, so let I guess I, I guess I would have to experience it and kind of go through it and then kind of kind of talk to you about it because at the I guess I guess I I get what you're saying though because I I understand it you you think that problem well you know that it's not that it's not that compelling of a game so but i feel like for you had to have some type of enjoyment for playing it six times so i mean i said i enjoyed it and yeah so the things i liked about it like i said is the gameplay is fun like it's the dark souls gameplay it's the first time that you played it and demon souls even though it has a lot of like weird or broken systems, 
it was fun at the time. Mm-hmm. But going back to it and comparing it to its exact, you know, not successor, copy, but its successor that does the same thing, but without the same issues, then it's it's a clearer choice for me. But I'm not saying that you should shouldn't play it or you should never play it. But I'm just saying that if you're looking for a game to convince you to like Dark Souls, don't start with Demon Souls. <laughs> not the just like if I'm trying to, if you're trying to get so, into Kingdom Hearts, uh-huh. don't go and play one of the weird uh, DS games. But you would tell me to game. play Final Fantasy VII Remake. What a yes. Fi- but so remember, remember with Kingdom Hearts, Jalen told you to start at one. I'd say it. Do not play Kingdom Hearts one <laughs> Man, I every day because of the story. And then I said, do <laughs> not play the uh, uh, Chain of Memories. Do not play these games. Start at two, and you didn't do that, and you didn't enjoy them. <laughs> uh, Final what? Fantasy is different because it doesn't have all these issues and barriers to get into, other than like, yeah, there are some story things that you should probably know, but mm-hmm. that. It has good gameplay, it has good graphics, and it has a good story. So it's kind of a real easy recommendation. So yeah. what you're saying is basically the, the game is faulty. It has deficiencies. It has dated mechanics that would just be frustrating to play. Dated mechanics those that things. they didn't change and they charge in $70. That's all. <laughs> so objectively... No, I mean, I get what you're saying. I mean, objectively, the game as dated mechanics, you pay more money for it, and these mechanics don't work. They're objectively bad. They were removed for a reason. It's the reason why they didn't continue them. Yeah. Like the world tendency stuff. That's what he's talking about, yeah. But I I, I guess it's more so if you never played Demon Souls, this is the definitive way to play it, in my opinion. So if I wanted to ever play Demon Souls, I would still play this one. I wouldn't go back and buy that one for the PS3 yeah. to play it. So it would still be the one I would play. Like I wouldn't go back and play Final Fantasy VII. I would go back and play Final Fantasy VII Remake, even though that's two different experiences entirely. So I guess I kind of treat it in my mind that way because I don't feel like the experience will be the same as you experienced it when you first played it because they went through and they still updated some things. It's not as if they never they didn't change anything, but they never they did they didn't want to change the core they change game. The they didn't change the core of the game. They changed the fact that they wanted to modernize it, but they didn't want to change the core. That they added animations to the weapons. They they changed how certain things you know played. So this is still going to be the definitive it is the version definitive of the game. Um. But I, I'm i saying that the things that they added are good. Like, I can't lie. The game looks really good. And having the good animations is great. That doesn't change the game. So if you're playing multiplayer and the person lags, he's still going to lag backstab you because that's just how the game works. The animation is going to look good. 
but he's still gonna teleport across well, the room and stab you in the back. That's <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 true. But I'm pretty sure they the the that lag may not be there, but it may still be some janky movements. It might still be some weird things popping because Dark Souls Three was still that way. But Blue Point is a little bit different. I think that they are more keen to how online services work but maybe they're not i just think that they have more of a you know that background um when it comes to how to implement online gameplay versus from software because from software never got it right so i never expect them to get it right and Mm -hmm. at least blue point has a chance to make it right because they even with a remaster of dark souls it wasn't right. So it just, it seems as if they will never understand how to do it. So maybe Blue Point can come in and kind of make it work properly, make it, make it make sense. And, you know, kind of make it where, again, that definitive version, I feel like they put enough effort into it for me to say, okay, I will try it and I can make up my decision at that point of end uh, for the gameplay. And I think. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna be pleasantly surprised if I enjoy some of the things, but maybe, maybe I might be wrong. Uh, maybe I just won't enjoy it simply because of, again, there, there's no way you can't, you can't polish a, a some tur- a turd and try to make it, make it something else. If it's not, if it's not good, it's not good. But I don't think that's what you're kind of discussing right now. We're not discussing whether or not it's good or not. We're discussing what is, what is better what is a better version of it so yeah i think of. that's what you're kind of kind of getting at it's like you can you can have a better experience here but this is not a bad one this is a great starting point but the better experience is still out there and you probably could do it for cheaper and that's what i kind of get and that's why i'm saying let me play the definitive edition let me let me make my decision on that game in general um um and we we, we go from there yeah and i guess the last thing i say is I guess I do also think about y- y'all's, um, I guess, opinion or, like, uh, particular taste with certain games. Because, like, if I know that Jalen doesn't like anime games or something, <laughs> but I enjoy Xenoblade 3 or whatever, I- I'm not going to recommend it to him because I know this is not necessarily what he likes. And so when it comes to Demon Souls and what you've already played, and if I feel like you've played the best version of what From Software has designed, and the things that you don't like about those games are in abundance in Demon Souls, then why would I recommend Demon Souls? Because it has all this stuff that you don't like. So right. I guess that, but I mean, at the end of the day, you can play it, like you said, decide if you like it or not. But I was just saying it, it's for me, it's not worth that investment right now uh to play it like if we didn't have anything to play like we all on ps5 it's on sale we gonna play through it together like we did demon so i mean bloodborne then yeah at least in that way you have the co-op experience to get you to play it but just playing through it by yourself it's kind of a bigger harder sale to somebody who's not into that style you know game yeah okay well opinion see like i said it was a it was a conversation people not a debate we just have a conversation about what we like what we don't like and that was it but we are oh shoot we are over in time uh unfortunately so 
what I'm going to do is just wrap it up here. Um, but yeah, appreciate you guys listening again. This, I'm going to put this one up on YouTube and, um, again, there, there's plenty of other ways you can listen to it, uh, and, uh, experience it. So, uh, appreciate you guys listening as usual, and we will talk to you guys in the next podcast. This is the house of wolves podcast. Peace.